Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Film Seizure. I am your co-host, Jason Oliver, and with me, as always, are Jeff Arbuckle. Hi. Say good day. Good day, mate. Chuck Moore. Roy. Roy. <laughs> we are embarking on our first week of our tour of Australia. We are spending an entire five weeks in Australia, and I don't know, I don't know how much we can handle. It's like, it's like our holiday. We're going on a holiday. Yeah. Six-week holiday, almost. Well, it's, it begins with something of a nightmare. Yeah. We um, have unleashed, for week one, the 1971 Australian classic, Wake in Fright. Ooh. Mm-hmm. And uh, this was a second-time watch for me. It was a first-time watch for Chuck and Jeff. <laughs> it sure was. Yeah. And it is kind of bonkers. I did not know what to expect from this movie, and I still somewhat don't know what I watched. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's one of those situations where you know you're in for something when Chuck, about three-quarters of the way through, turns to you jason and says this one is the best of the five <laughs> and i was like i'm glad somebody is saying that. <laughs> <laughs> let me i want to be clear about something because this is right up my alley in a lot of ways like exploitation bonkers madness but i really didn't know what to expect so i it was kind of like coming at me in a like is this really what this movie is about? This is really what this movie is about. That that's what this movie is about. <laughs> you know, like, and it, it is that the movie. <laughs> the movie is as persistent as the people are in it trying to get you to drink a beer. Yes. And I think that's the whole idea, probably, of that running theme. Is like it just keeps offering you boom, 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 over it, and over. It Take is this it is relentless. Yeah. Um and I don't think most people i didn't know what this movie was about when i when i saw it i was expecting something more traditionally horror right Right. and it's not at all i don't i mean it's a horror movie but not really i don't even think it i wouldn't even classify it as horror i wouldn't either i i i would classify it as as quite honestly i just classify it as a drama an adult drama yeah Um, it could be a psychological uh, drama i've seen that be used the reason i picked this is because it's one of the first films in the so-called Australian New Wave, right? So it really, it really was very early in that in that series of you know just this these Australian produced movies that are set in Australia that are very um, uh, just present in that time and place, right? And right. and that got a kind of a foothold outside of Australia, and a lot of people that saw this movie. It made them terrified of Australia, right? Which is weird. Right. I mean, you just have to show me the picture of, like, a spider from there, and I'm like, not ever going there. But this movie, like, I think you're going to say this, right? Like, this movie isn't showing you the natural terrors of Australia. It's like the people scare you. Right. And it was very divisive within Australia itself for that. In fact, there was a, a moment in the movie where... When then the premiere in Australia where someone stood up and pointed at the screen and said, that's not us. And then Jack Thompson, who's in the movie, said, sit down, mate. Really? It, it is us. Yeah. So it's it was divisive from the start, right? 
is it like city versus urban or I kind of but i think it's it, there's definitely classism right like the movie this is a movie about classism right it's a movie about you know a school teacher who who um He's teach, really, he teaches he, in a small little australian outback town putting it small is like, that's friendly to yeah, what we see it's it's, it's, it's two a, buildings it's, it's a one classroom schoolhouse with probably maybe 20 students if that 15 uh, maybe of varying ages of varying ages yeah, it's, yeah that's yeah. that's your classic frontier schoolhouse right yeah, yeah. um you teach every age um and teach every grade uh so but he's mandated to to have his teacher's license he has to pay a bond of a thousand dollars yep and he's placed wherever they put him and he had and he cannot get his thousand dollar bond back Unless he fulfills his contract, he's essentially over the fuck barrel. Yeah, so he's he calls he calls yeah. himself a slave. Yeah, um, and and wherever and, and obviously you know the government needs they need schools everywhere, and nobody's volunteering to go to Latunda, yeah, or whatever it's called, right? Um, but they but but they'll pay for your education if you agree to go wherever the fuck they tell you to go. Yeah, right. For a certain period of time. It's not that different from military service, right? Fair. Um, so he's stuck in this little town. You know, he's there the entire year other than a six-week vacation um, around Christmas time. And uh, he's he feels like he's above it. Like, this is not what I want to do with my life. This is not where I want to be. These people are, you know second-class citizens in a lot of ways, right? He, he rolls his eyes at everyone that lives in these small towns, these country bumpkins. Right. He wants to um, move back to to Sydney or he wants to get out altogether and go to England. Yeah. Right? Um, so the setup for this is it's the last day of school before the break and he's going to uh, take a train to, where is it? Um, <laughs> Yanda? Yabba? Yabba. Yeah. yeah. The Yabba. Um, and he's going to catch a flight out of there, which is it's like basically the closest city he's he's near is Yabba. And he's going to take a flight from there to Sydney and spend a six-week break um, really kind of like figuring out what he wants to do. Yes. He, he but tells, he claims he has a girlfriend, which I'm not sure that they really are. I mean, maybe, he maybe carries not. a picture of a girl with a surfboard. He might have cl- clipped that out of a magazine for all There's something I'll mention later that, that I, I kind of picked up on. Okay. I think... Um, but yeah, you 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 do think he's got someone waiting for him, but just 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 like military service, though, right? He's not married; they don't have kids. I mean, she could have dejoned him, whatever, right? Um, but instead of uh, flying out of the Yabba, he uh, he ends up stuck for yeah. reasons that we'll talk about. Yeah, and uh, and he kind of gets caught up in this cycle of of um entrapment right? it almost feels like the movie u-turn in a lot of ways yeah yeah i i, I see where, the movie I see where doesn't you're coming feel there. like that i see where yeah. you're coming there but but really i think what it's trying to say is that it's nobody is that far away from being stuck just like anybody else in this town right right you're all you're everybody's just one misfortune away from destitution right right um you're not so great guy yeah and he realizes that and he and he 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 realizes that he i mean to the point of despair 
that you know this uh his 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 the way he views the world was incorrect um because there was a lot of people who probably don't want to be where they are they're stuck in a situation but they're all making the best of it right it's weird like the way the character like the sheriff or the ranger is he the sheriff the guy he he's, runs he's the cop of the town yeah the what, cop constable of the town. yeah <clears throat> like he is very overbearing his the the flame on his lighter like shoots up like <laughs> three feet like everything about him is almost too big but i'm wondering if that's projection now at this point that i've thought about the movie like this guy is really just being nice to the teacher from the other town right he is but he, the way the teacher perceives him maybe like putting him on a different like i don't know well he he's being that is one thing about this movie is that at every turn you expect it to turn into like the the bullies bully you or the cop is going to um harass you right or the the townsfolk are gonna you know uh, run you out of town or, or make fun of you right and it doesn't really happen yeah i think it's his there's, perception there's that this makes these edge look this to way. the whole movie that where you feel like it's gonna go really bad but yes because he is unwilling to be helped he he creates this situation for himself right yes and he he i think out of out of fear he tries to fit in to the point where he becomes someone that he's not yeah um, but I think in the end, he realizes, you know, these people are broken, but <laughs> I'm um, I'm broken too. Right? I think those people are liberated, and he's not in a way. In a way, in a way, yes. But but you can't say that Donald Pre- Pleasance isn't living a self-destructive life in this movie. No, he won't. Right? So well, we haven't even got that, to him yet. But yeah. well, I have something to say about him when we get to the way we see him at the end versus how we've seen him the entirety of the rest of the thing. That's why I think a lot of it is projection. It could very well it be. Could be. It's, it could be, absolutely. because, uh, Or, at the very least, it's something where these people do have normal lives. He's only ever seeing them when, they're, a, when they're letting loose. When they're letting loose right. or in a holiday scenario right. where they are not expected to go back to work. Now, Doc Titan, uh, Donald Pleasance, is, um, he's a character, all right. Oh, my God. He's <laughs> and so... the way he lives is not great, but that doesn't necessarily mean anything. It may just be that this is how he chooses to live. But no, but he's not. But yeah, but I agree. And, and I think that the the movie sets up this expectation that there's danger right where there really isn't there he's only really a danger to himself yeah he yeah. makes his he makes the danger right and and it's because of i am the danger and it's because of his perception <laughs> right of these people it's it's i think it feeds into his anxieties and heightens them and him heightens his fear right um when in reality you know he could have just the one guy who bought him, was buying him beers and playing snooker with him could have he offered to lend him money to get him to, to see yeah. and he turned him down. Yeah. Right? Um, so in a, in a way, too, he's like, he's he's very s- strong-willed, right? He's w- unwilling to accept help from people who... He seems are beneath them. Who he seems are beneath them, yes. Yeah. But when, back to the cop, though. 
the cop, yeah, the cop was nice enough. It was, they, he was buying him a couple rounds, but um, couple. It was like twelve. Well, they went back and forth. Oh, okay. That. But um, but really, he's like the stranger in town. This is his job mm-hmm. is to figure out who the faces are that he doesn't know, and he's asking him questions, and right. he's he even like gives him the wrong name of the school teacher that he replaced. Yeah. Mm. To to see if he was indeed who he said he was. I didn't pick up on that. Yeah, I didn't either. So he's so, he's trying to read him. He's trying to yeah. make sure that he's not going to be a problem, right? But he's also being very like jovial and cheerful. If you're going to be here, might as well take part in what we do or right. whatever. Yeah. Yep. <clears throat> um, but Donald Pleasance says something that I think is sort of the whole crux of the movie. And it's when he first meets Donald Pleasance, the, the our, our main character, um, Doc Titan, or well, yeah, the um, well, John Grant, John Grant, or yeah, he says, and I have to paraphrase it because I don't remember it exactly, but he says, um, discontent is a luxury of the well-to-do. Yeah, right. He says that the uh, the little devils um, was it the little devils love their hell, or love hell, like or yeah. something like that, and basically saying, yeah, all those people because the. One of the places that he's at, where he's with the, um, where where he's with that with that the constable, cop takes him to get a steak, right? And and yeah. in that place is like this this massive betting room where they're just throwing coins up and betting on how they land. Yeah, heads or tails, essentially. Yeah, yeah. and if it, and if it's one head, one tails, no result. All bets are off. Yeah, yeah. Uh, or at least it pushes or whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah, so then, um, yeah, so it's like, there, it's rabid in there, and there, there's little things about this town, too, that is very bizarre, like, yeah. the, like there's a memorial, uh, thing that happens, I'm, I'm assuming every night, and everybody stops, they put down their drinks, they stop gambling, they, everything, and they make their reverence, you know, be known, or whatever, and then everything picks back up like yeah, it just, I, I it's think, almost, you know, Chuck, you said it was like a cult. It's, yeah. It was some, uh, someone who who reviewed the movie when it came out said that he thought it, that was the scariest part of the, of the whole movie. It is. Because yeah. if you're not used to that, yeah. you don't know what you're in. Right. And that's why I think what I'm beginning to appreciate about this movie more, like the farther I am away from it, is what is perfectly normal to these people in like, I don't know, is innocuous the right word or benign? to these people can be very scary to a stranger and the way that it's filmed again i think is like the from the perception of grant the way he sees it is like this is weird right this is really weird but to these people they're just honoring fallen heroes but we don't know that like we're in Grant's shoes like the whole time Mm -hmm. right like we don't know what these people are like so we feel that weirdness and and kind of horror are we about to see them you know like hunt him or something right yeah right right right. and 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 the whole the the outback the people like this is all very foreign it's there's a kind of a xenophobia that starts to creep in as you watch the movie right um and that's i think why australians some australians were so against the movie is because of that that perception which is weird and, because and, it doesn't say be, anything bad about them. no no more well, exactly right it's yeah a, they're too close to it yeah to themselves that they can't see how they can be perceived well right, right? here here's and it's the not thing. necessarily a bad thing they are who they are but they but they were looking at themselves and and 
it couldn't really they didn't really like what they saw in the mirror we, right, well right? They, they were used to looking at a mirror that had smudges all over it things that they would cover up themselves it would be like saying um it, it, it would be like um i don't know like uh, like a grandparent or something um saying something that is uh kind of part of that whole civil war revisionist history right but then it's like, no, Grandma, you're wrong. And you watch a documentary that's actually more accurate, and she's might re, might kind of, I don't know, might might uh, uh, what's the word? Uh, kind of have a revulsion to it, you know. And it's yeah. like, no, that's. I mean, you may not like what you see, but that is what what it is. And when you take the fifty thousand foot level view of it. It's weird. Yeah. It's weird that you think these things, or it's weird that you do these things. Right, and, right, um, right, right. And and the other the other concept is, I mean, another kind of similar modern day example is we don't want to think of ourselves as Americans as potentially doing bad things in other parts of the world. The truth is, is we kind of are. Right. At least in other points of views, we are. You know, so it's like we might. I mean, we see that happen all the time. I mean, look at reviews of movies that 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 treat certain points of view in a in a certain light, and you're going to have a lot of backlash. And yeah, that's exactly what they were doing. Yeah. And but the but the truth is, is like you got to take the rose colored glasses off or the blinders off, or at least step back and imagine what this weirdo bar with these rabid drunk, you know, gamblers who suddenly stop to pay reverence to the dead that's weird man you know and and maybe it doesn't happen in your town maybe it doesn't happen at your bar but it probably does there or could out in the middle of nowhere or when you're in it it's just fun right exactly i think that's more the point of it like if you're the one doing the gambling and like you're just involved you're involved right but like you know just for those people who complain that you know this not us or that's not are that's not my perception of our people right well it could be still could be true and it could also be true that it's not your perception of your people but that doesn't necessarily make it accurate yeah and i think the reason why i said that this is arguably the greatest movie of the month is because i think this is the movie that has the most to say and and it's the movie that is probably the best representation of certain parts of australia right yeah um, the rest of the movies we're going to watch are mostly fun, you know, more a little bit exploitative of perceptions of Australia that started because of this movie. Oh, I don't right? think so next week, but we'll, well, we'll, no, we'll no, talk not, about that. You're right. Not as much. But but in varying degrees, yes. Um, right. Especially when we get to um, the week three, which I believe is Road Games. Yeah. That plays so much into Americans' fears of Australia. Right. Right. Um, but it all kind of started with this movie. Um, so that's why I, I was like, this is the one we got to start with. Yeah. Well, just think, 15 years later after this movie, our perception of Australia is that everybody wears snake skin vest and wrestle alligators. Yeah. So that's right. I guess they ended up winning. Right. Yeah. They carry big knives as, a, as if to say... I got a big dick. But what's funny is like not this movie actually didn't I don't care really about the size of my dick like you do. I'm sorry. <laughs> this this movie really didn't wasn't widely seen though either, which is weird because uh, the negatives were lost. It didn't really get much distribution. I think there was there was it's kind of like 
bootleg copies of this movie. It was big it in France, though. And yeah, and 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 it um and it did become a cult film almost right away. But it, a lot of that was because it was just it was kind of like if somebody had a copy of it, it was it was like treasure, you know. Right. Um. And then eventually the the negatives were found by one of the producers or the, maybe it was a cinematographer and it got a proper restoration and, and re-release wide and, and it got a second showing at Cannes which n- almost never happens um, and that and Martin Scorsese was a big champion of it around that time because he saw it when it when it first played at Cannes um, and it had like haunted him ever since right um, but anyway uh, yeah so that's kind of where I was coming from with why I chose this movie to kick off the month and why I kind of gave it that hyperbole of perhaps the best that we're right. going to watch. Fair. Um, so, <clears throat> what happens to sort of spiral this whole situation? So, you mentioned the $1,000 bond. Right. Um, and Grant is watching these folks play their their penny flipping. Yeah gambling game he two learns, up is what it's called two up two up <clears throat> he learns the rules and he sits down with donald pleasance with a steak meal and with, donald, with some shitty eggs oh god yeah and donald pleasance isn't playing but he's been tracking yeah the results all night and he tells the person that drops the food off for grant like hey it's two to one heads i think he says all yeah. night yeah like, two to one heads yep so Grant goes over and plays the game, and he wins, like, nearly $400, $500. Yeah. Um, and he goes back to his room. He's exalted. It's kind of fun. Like, like when he runs little... out with his money, he, like, jumps up and kicks his heels. He does you know? the heel kick. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's like... And he says, woohoo! Yeah. <laughs> Mario. Yabba-dabba-doo. Yeah. yeah. Or yabba-dabba-doo, as Jeff <laughs> says. they were, were in Yabba. Yabba. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the Yabba. And he goes into his room, and he kind of gets angry when he sees his maths books yeah. yeah it's like fuck i don't want this job anymore yes and he's like one he, more one more spin he's desperate to get out yeah yes yeah yeah one more fl- yeah because he said he's a slave like we talked about and he could he could basically buy his bond back yes he gets a thousand he can walk away from teaching yeah. do whatever the hell he wants yeah but he goes back and he wants to bet tails but unfortunately, whoever throws has to bet heads. He throws heads at first, but with a meek toss. And they're like, no, 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 no. You got to get this above your shoulders. Above your head. Above your head. Whatever. Right. Because he, he almost, it seems like he almost was trying to outsmart the game by it's just. It's like yeah. the people who play Yahtzee and they put the dice down and you're like, you didn't roll that. <laughs> or, or they or they do the, or they, you know what, what they do they is. They do just a little like, and they well, no, they, and they the, set it down. Yeah, they set it down. Right. They, yeah. they find. <laughs> They find the ones they they want on the bottom side, then they grip it and pretend yeah. to, and then they and just then, like, turn it over. Yeah, and it's it. like, that's why we use the cup. Yeah, um, exactly. But he loses. Yeah. And he loses all his money. And this is really like the start of a spiral, right? He has but no yeah, money. He he, has, well, he, yeah, he, 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 he doesn't lose all of his money at that point. He loses half of it. He something. loses um, everything he had won. Yeah. Right. And now he's back to where he was, like down twenty bucks or whatever. But then it's like he bets again, and you know it's tilt, right? Yeah. And, and what you see again after his the next bet he makes, the next shot you see is he's 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 laid out in his bed naked, ass up, ass up, and yeah, he 
he doesn't really remember even what happened. Right. And we know, I don't know if we talked about this, his flight was supposed to go out this morning. Right. And he's overslept. Yeah, he missed it. He missed his flight. He not only missed that, but he also missed being able to go and get a job because now he's broke. So he needs to get some sort of employment to make a few bucks to get out. But as Jason said, the people in the labor department do not work. (laughs) No. It's it's Saturday. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) They're working in the labor department. Um, So, yeah, he's kind of like he's kind of screwed for a couple days Um, and he has no place to live. And he doesn't really, he has no, he has literally no money. He has a dollar. He has one dollar because he got a dollar back yes, on his from deposit his from his room. Yep. That lady was weird, but also, <laughs> I want to know more about her. Because all she does she's is just like sit se- there. essentially dripping water on her in front Because of the it's fan. so fucking hot. Yeah. By the way, this is Christmas time in Australia, so it's super hot. <laughs> yeah. And uh, yeah, so she like sits in front of a fan. She drips water on herself. She... Um, and, and she lazily or well, not lazily disaffected explains that he has to pay and for, you know, ahead. He, she doesn't give him change because there's a $1 deposit on the key that he'll get back when it's over. So when he leaves thinking I've got nothing, she calls him back and it's like, here's a dollar, mister. Here's a dollar. So he goes back to the bar, um, and uh, he ends up meeting a guy who, yeah. who wants to buy him a drink. Another nice guy who's, like, domineering. Yes. Yeah. Domineering. And we should mention that when he was get, when they were drink, he was drinking beers with the uh, the cop the night before, um, we're talking about, you know, 12 ounce pours of beer that the cop is drinking in one or two gulps. Well, yeah. He's saying, do you want another beer? And he's already what got is- a full beer. And he yeah. pounds it and then goes and gets two more. Right. He's like, drink up. <laughs> so the entire movie, like the drinking culture yeah. is insane. Right. Yes. yes. And it's, it is it is the worst insult in the world to not accept, accept a drink. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and the guy even is this, is, is it the guy who when he says that he doesn't or like when the guy says i'll buy you a beer in the in the place and he says no thanks and the guy's like or and and he's like no thanks i i don't have any money he's like hey asshole i said said, i'll buy buy you you a beer yes is that the same guy or does he get does he meet the nicer guy right no that's no that's the same guy guy. okay that's that's the guy he plays snooker with okay same dude same guy um, but 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 it, but the perception is the game is yeah it's I, I'll buy you a beer but you're expected to return the favor right, right. so he doesn't want to get caught up in it because it's like he can't afford it he's trying to tell that guy that but he gets offended is like I just said I'd buy you a beer what's the problem yeah, I, right he's he thinks he's playing by the by the constable's rules right yeah so um, he kind of tells him this whole story and. Um, guy kind of takes pity on him and they uh takes him home for dinner to meet his daughter who um jessica jeanette 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 who uh i was way closer this time (laughs) she is she is like as aloof as you can get as a person like she is she's like she's not happy with her life right and it's still giving off that culty vibe a little bit a little bit well yeah because she's she's she doesn't seem right. Yeah, 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 yeah. And you and you don't know right away what her relationship is. Husband, her husband, wife, father, wife, daughter. Yeah, yeah. You, it, it, it's not really immediately clear. Yeah, 
Yeah, it turns out that she is the daughter. And she just kind of comes in silently and sits down. It's and very, just judges him. Yeah, it's just very unsettling. But yeah. but yeah. the thing is, is that she's doing to him what he's been doing to right. this town. It's, you know, uh, she is above this town, conceivably. Well, I almost feel like she's just broken by it. Well, she's it could be. She's sick of her, her father. She's sick of being trapped. She's kind of like him. Yeah. In a way. Yeah. Like Grant. Oh. And so, yeah, and so that, you know, so therefore she's kind of viewing the world through that purview, kind of like how he's viewing his world yes. through his yes. purview. Yeah. yeah. Also, uh, we should mention that when, um, what's his name again? John and the, and the cop were drinking the night before, uh, he asked, you know, if there was a lot of crime in the Yaba, and uh, he said, no, no, we do get a few suicides, though. You know, I think it's probably the heat. And John and John says, "Well, that's one way out, right?" Yeah, it's, yeah. it's a little foreshadowing there um, of of what we uh, might see. Uh, I'm just putting that together. Uh-huh. Sorry, but uh, but it is, and and he's telling a joke, but he's also telling it in a very patronizing way. Yeah, like he tells a few jokes that are that are just slight digs well, on the community. Yeah. yeah, it's like he expects everybody to feel the way he does yeah. about things, right? But yet, it's like, why do you? Why would you want to be? How, how could you? conceivably be happy here right right in his mind right super condescending but right. everybody there when they meet him like don't you love it yeah right, don't you true. love it and that is called the two uh-huh uh-huh which is right, funny which is... like it's all feeding this false idea of what's happening in the town well yeah, it and, is funny because know? there is nothing special about the town it's just bigger than where he came from right they've got an airport big but it's smaller than where he wants to go to, exactly is... so it's like yeah, because they probably think of the city life as being uh, untenable to them. Yes, yeah, so I can't. Uh, I can't live that kind of. And I think most of these know. people are legitimately happy with where they are. They've accepted. There are countless people in this world that accept where they're at. Absolutely, right, right? like and they're and they're content. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I like where I live. But the way it's delivered, I wouldn't have done it for so a decade. <laughs> smartly done. The more I think about it, because all of these things seem cult-like right yeah in a way so i feel like this movie is building that direction right the whole time when in reality it's it's contentment it's community yes yes it is wild Uh how they use that against Uh you now that i think about it so when i said the things i said three quarters through the movie like if this is the best (laughs) this is a really good example of a movie I mean, I would suggest this with all movies, but you need to finish this movie before you judge it. Yeah, you one hundred percent need. To well, finish there it there could be you put your considerations on. Sure, it. I mean, I will say that there is one thing which we'll talk about. I'm sure, but there's there is something about this movie that's going to make or break it, whether or not you can finish it. Okay. Um, yes. Now, oh, yeah, I mean, absolutely, right. for sure. But yeah. now, I will say though that. I said this, I don't know, 27 times during the during the movie that this is all a nightmare yeah. because to me it would be a night like being trapped and not feeling able to do what I want to like first of all the room with all the gambling that's a that's a that's right out. Um <laughs> I see I'd be okay with it if I was involved. That's no, but I, I but I can't be I I couldn't be oh, yeah, in the, the in yeah, in okay. the thing. Like okay. I don't mind playing I play, but I wouldn't want to be trapped in a room with a hundred. It's made to look claustrophobic. It is, yeah. yeah. And uh, but then you know, just feeling like it's like I just want to go back to my room 
you know, I just want to, like, I don't care. Tomorrow I'm out of here. Well, that's the other thing, right? Like, so you bring up a good point. He doesn't have this recourse of going back to his room anymore. Because once he checks out of the host- or the, the hotel, he's missed his flight. He can't well, get sure. a job. He has nowhere to go. Well, no, but I'm saying like the I know like the he, night before, I would be like, I just want to go back and go to sleep well, and get did. up and he go to He did do that. Right, but I want to like before I get trapped with somebody that I don't know what they're going to do, right? You know, like or how. I mean, he made a choice. I get well, what sure. you're saying, but he made a choice. This was right. his choice to do these things. So I, you might not make that choice, but sure. he certainly did. Right. right? No, so. that and that's fair. But I mean, like, but that's where I'm coming from, where it's like, man, no, I'm not going to make these choices that he made. Well, yeah, <laughs> like, I mean, I'm if Jeff gonna... was in this movie, it would have ended a lot sooner. It would have ended five <laughs> minutes in. I'd have been like, ah, it's my it, it's my lot in life. Yep. I got to teach this room full of, you know, different age children in this two building town. <laughs> I'm fine. He's also he's also kind of like. Uh, you can see he, he's he's getting pulled into the cycle, right? Because <clears throat> he's had his drink. I don't know how many beers at this point because he can't really get away more than I have. He can't really get away from the sheriff guy <laughs> more than gracefully, yeah. right? Yeah. So yeah. rather than like create any animosity there, he just is, is agreeable and he keeps drinking beer. So he's his 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 will is is lowered. His his um inhibitions his inhibitions have been lowered. He hasn't eaten, which is established because he's like I can't go to another bar. I gotta gotta get something to eat and the cop takes him to get a, the best steak in yaba and, and all uh, of it looked like garbage yeah it did it did look like a big big ribeye though yeah but it's a big piece of garbage <laughs> the, steak, the steak looked okay the eggs looked very firm yeah, uh, the, the eggs, eggs look eggs. like plastic <laughs> but they donald, look like funny donald pleasant donald pleasant's like, is like you're not gonna eat that ah uh, yoink yeah. yeah yeah well shit the moment you see donald pleasant's you're like oh no <laughs> i was i was like he's oh, kind of no, no, peak, no. peak donald pleasant's <laughs> <laughs> Donald Pleasance has a knack in every movie he's ever in to t- continuously grow crazier and crazier and crazier. And boy, does he do that in spades in this one. His performance is actually really it good is. in this. It's really good. It's very good. He's He is unhinged. Like, he does more acting his. with his eyes than I've done in my whole life in this movie. It isn't. Yeah. There's some intense staring going yeah. on. <laughs> yeah. But again, you know, he's like that guy who... He seems just squirrely enough that is going to... He's not part of the town. Or not only that, but I mean, to, to lend to the, the uncomfortable nature of right. the movie. Which is, you get used to the to the friendly cop, and now you meet a guy who's like, yeah, all these people are idiots. And it's like, uh-oh. Right. Now it's something else is kind of going and, off. And, 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 and he gets kookier and kookier. He just feels unpredictable, right? <laughs> yeah. And then you've got the scene where he goes to get dinner with the guy who bought him a beer at, at the bar the next day. And two of his buddies come over. And they're big, hulky, and Australians that just seem like formidable, well, these are, these are intimidating the of, presences. Yeah. Have like either, the kind of guys that, that would look at someone like him and bully them. Yes. Uh, and and have you guys ever worked at a job where multiple people, instead of calling you by your name, called you college boy? Oh, I've, I've, I know what you're talking about. No, no one's ever called me that. I have worked at a job like that. And I wasn't even in college. Right. But I worked at a job like that. And they just perceived me as being... You're much smarter than them, Jeff. They, they thought that I was... That I thought I was better than them. Because... I didn't talk the way they did, or I didn't 
typically do that type of a job like they did. And that was their perception of me. And I never thought once that I was ever, it's like, I need these guys because I don't know what I'm doing half the time, but, you know, but that's exactly these, these guys. That's what our wiring and his wiring tells us to think. They're not those, guys. but they're not those guys. Well, they're, 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 yeah, they're, there's accept, one, they accept him into their group. They do, but there is the one moment where he says, what's the matter with that guy? He'd rather talk to the girl than us yeah, but than drink a beer. But, but he's not, they're not at any point in time going to make it like super uncomfortable. Sure. Right. Sure. Because they're still going to be, are all about having a good time. Sure. Right. It's so they get we, a little, they get a little like awkward with Janine or whatever her name Jeanette. is. Jeanette. But then you kind of learn a little bit more about what's going on there, the dynamics. Yeah. Right? Village bicycle, right? Right, pretty much. Yeah. Um, so so it's 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 kind of brilliant in how it uses your own xenophobia against you. I agree. But they do kind of prove themselves to be recklessly dangerous and a problem. Sure. I mean, I don't know. Every single one of us in this room has done something dumb on a night like that. Well, yeah. And but reckless I mean, and stupid. It uh, we've never make wrecked the, a, a bar. But at, but at that point in time, though, Jeff, he is a full participant. That's with true. Them. That is true. Yes. He that is, is not true. uncomfortable about, about any of it. Right. Until it's, he passes out. But yeah. <laughs> but Where's yes, Plato? It is, it is like this whole thing. <laughs> Where'd he go? <laughs> this whole thing, this whole situation where you think he's in danger, you think these people are dangerous, yep. you think the doctor is dangerous. When they go out on that hunt, which is disgusting yep. in the movie, he is having the time yep. of his life. He is grinning like a, like an idiot. Yeah. He's having a blast and these guys are like patting him on the back. There's like no forcefulness. Cause what you're saying, what, not what you're saying. I don't want to put words in your mouth. The way I'm hearing what you're saying is that these would be the guys that would force you to go out with them. They would force you to participate right. in this dumb thing that you don't want to do. And they would, they would, but in reality, they're just like, come with us. Let's have yeah, fun. And, yeah. Uh, and it is true, though, that, you know, at one point he does try to say, like, eh, I want to go. And they're he like, makes a choice every but time. He, but he, when somebody pushes back on that, he's like, all right. It and he just, but it's just like yeah. any friend would be like, don't go home yet. Have right. another beer. With right. Me. Like, it's the way this, why I'm, continually getting more impressed with this movie is that the way it's shot and presented is his makes perception. him look like a he's trapped as opposed to right but in making reality his own these choices. are just people sure. doing what they normally do with right. people right. and him just backing off of what he was originally gonna do yeah. yeah no and i think that that's one thing that you know with with the multiple viewing you would start to see maybe multiple angle and you would even see what you find out later about Jeanette makes far more sense when she's like we're gonna go for a walk and then she just lays down and she, starts, offers, she offers she offers herself, herself. Yeah. yeah yeah and it's like that's just because that's what dad's friends do yeah and then he just throws up on her basically. <laughs> he, does. he does he does and then you realize that's maybe not drunk maybe he's maybe he's kind of understanding the dynamic in a way and he feels bad or something you oh, know i, I yeah. don't know i don't know i feel like he's just way too drunk uh, well i think I, th I think his conversation with donald pleasance the next day is pretty telling as well you know sure 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 because donald pleasance knows exactly what john thinks of her now and, right yeah yeah and i do it is important to note that sure. he did have no, a conversation okay. with her jeanette about his girl in sydney and how he'd take her to the uk 
and she has this really kind of sad reaction yeah. to it. Like, I want to be the girl you take to the UK right. kind of thing. Like, I, right. I want to be a girl who somebody takes. Yes, yes. Yeah. Maybe not Grant specifically, right. but I I want that for me, damn it. Yeah. Right. Maybe um, maybe the big blonde guy or the big, you know. The, those guys are never leaving that time. No, but but, but she, but that doesn't mean that she's not. They're a hunting accident no, away she from, wants someone, <laughs> from being buried in that yeah. town. She wants someone to come through town and scoop her up. Exactly. She has no illusions right. about these people that she lives near in my opinion but he does like maybe there's a little bit of that if he really does have this girl as sydney which we'll talk about i'm not sure he does because early on yeah i'm not sure he does either early on he has a memory of her where he's rubbing a beer on her chest yeah um, yeah later on it looks like she's performing cpr on him Oh yeah. yeah, that's the way it seemed to me. But I don't. Well, I don't when know, he's having all those weird flashes, yeah, there's I mean, a lot of uh, yeah. It's he's kind of he's ultimately dream. coming yeah. to his breaking point. Yeah, yeah, where he ends up making his last decision. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it felt a little like unreliable to me at yeah. that moment. But we never see her. We never really know. We, yeah, you do, you have no idea. Right, right. What her situation is. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, it seems to me that they that he probably doesn't have it because never once he's stuck in town does he try to get word to somebody that he's stuck. Right. I think it, I well, think yeah, it's a fan- says- I think it's a fantasy of his like Jeanette has a fantasy of being you know swept off her feet he i think he has a fantasy of going someplace and finding me he does he does at one point even say there's no one i can lend borrow money from exactly if he had a if he had a steady right she'd get him home yeah Yeah. and that would be the end of it yeah yeah and he would contact her but i think he's going out there in hopes of finding someone to take him away from his life and from his bond and much like Jeanette is looking for someone to take her away from her bond yeah. Yeah. And he uh, kind of gets his wish, wish in this movie a little bit, just not the way he expected right to. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Which is why I think when he says what he says at the end, is it's it's an interesting way to end the movie because it feels sincere to me. It could it, really it could does. be read very di- in a lot of different ways. Yep. Yeah. 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 Um all right. We got to talk about it. The can- the kangaroo hunts. Um. Yeah, it's it's hard to watch. And it goes on for a long time, and in two separate incidents, and it's just it's brutal. Very. Um, and, and I only watch half of it. And uh, I could kind of understand why Kotcheff, the director, um, defends it because I think in his eyes he wanted to make it as horrific as possible to again like shine a light on what he perceives and what not even perceives what he rightfully thinks is a barbaric practice right? right and 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 to kind of show people the reality of it would make would in turn hope that that would make them be activist against it it's kind of right? like the conver- modernize the conversation like people don't know how bad an illness is until it hits close to right. home. Sure. Right. But it, but it's, but it also, I think can have the, the opposite effect and it does have the opposite effect for people. It, it's hard to watch. It's it, glorifying it, a little. It, it feels, yeah, in the context of it, it could be glorifying it a little bit. The fact that, you know, it was a legal hunt, but it was staged by the production. Um, also kind of lends a little bit of gross Ugh. ickiness to it. 100%. Um, but, 
I, I, I get its intention. Was it, was it truly successful in what it set out to do? I don't know. Why use real kangaroos? Like, really, you don't have to. You but don't. I get, you don't. Yeah. Well, I mean, you need you need a real one for the worst of it, which is the fight, the the literal that, fist fight. Yeah. Well, I think a lot of that. Well, that was the 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 fighting kangaroo, and yeah. it was it was staged. Um, yeah, I mean, when he when that he kangaroo slits, doesn't die. No, no. I mean, when when he does slit that quote unquote kangaroo's throat, it does not look alive. In no, its it's, eyes. That, that's that's right. like a, a probably a dead one already, or it's a, probably a or, dead, or they it's probably a, just picked stuff. one up off the fucking ground. Yeah. that they shot. Yeah, but it's it's hard to watch, and but it but it is I think also sim- symbolic of John's descent. descent. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, so I was I was gonna bring this up. So yeah, in the production part. Um, first of all, there is, in, at the end of the movie, they did put the disclaimer saying that it didn't, you know, it was real. Um, but it seems like that's putting the barn door up after the horses got up. But anyway, <laughs> uh, after the kangaroos hopped away. Um, but They didn't hop away. No, not this time. Um, but, yeah, so the hunt lasted several hours and gradually wore down the filmmakers. According to cinematographer Brian West... <laughs> The hunters were getting really drunk, and they started to miss. It was becoming an orgy of killing, and we, the crew, were getting sick of it. Kangaroos hopped about hopelessly, helplessly with gun wounds and trailing intestines. Uh, producer George Willoughby fainted after seeing a kangaroo, uh, quote, splattered in a particularly spectacular fashion. The crew orchestrated a power failure in order to end the hunt. Jesus. So basically, what we see in the film happened, yeah, when filming it, right? Like yeah. the, these people were, you know, probably just they got a little too crazy, and they were definitely gotten a little bit too many, uh, too many beers down, too many West Ends down. Yeah, yeah. But again, you know that that's there's I don't know when it was that the person at the premiere stood up and explained so that's, not, that's us. not us, but. It, it actually was. I mean, the response is genuine. If that happened, like right. the, it, it, we, I saw this right happen. Yeah, it's one hundred percent something yeah. somebody did. In, the actors are like, there. Like these people, yeah. these people like existed. We watched them do and sh- shot what they shot. Right. Yeah. But there's there's varying degrees of what that's not us means, and that's part of like, sure, a newer. It's a realization that. Sorry, go ahead, Fisher. No, I mean, there's probably multiple ways to look at what I just said, too, but people now take small buckets of people and apply it to everyone. Sure. Right. Right. So when you're seeing a small fraction of the population doing a thing, it's not everybody doing that. That's that's where I thought you were going to go. Yeah, that's kind of what I was saying about, like, well, something may not happen in your community. It could be happening someplace else. And it could the, be your damn brother, and you just don't know he's doing it too. Like the, true, but but at the same time, that doesn't that it's it's still part of the whole organism, right? Yeah. But every time someone makes a statement, they're not throwing a blanket on shit, either. Right. Is yeah. Right. Yeah. Um. It says that that should be what defines us. Yes. Essentially, is what. But it's what okay to see. Yeah. It's yeah. okay to see warts and all. Right. Just don't let it define us. Right. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, it is a tough, there's no real need for it. And to me, in a certain way, it feels more exploitative 
than even the cannibal holocaust stuff where that stuff where i agree the dead animals were actually used right um they yes they killed them but they used they ate that turtle they did i mean you may have seen it get killed but everybody ate that turtle right um so there is at least use but it's not a wasted death you know or whatever but at the same time i don't believe the intention was to exploit i think the intention was to was to shock and, sure. to, and to shine a light on on a practice that the director felt was abhorrent. Sure, and and he was, and I I can get behind that to a certain extent, right? Where you could say we need to show this guy uh, basically being becoming the person he thinks these other people are, right? And now, are there other ways that you could do that? Like Chuck, you said, you know, did they have to use real? But, you know, but yeah. I but I think even beyond that, beyond the storytelling, I think it was a personal issue on the part of the director. He's he's yeah. a vegetarian. Yeah. He, he I think he wanted to make that statement. That's, sure, that specific statement. Yeah, and I mean that's gonna that, and then people are gonna accept that in different ways. Absolutely, I mean it's it can very very yeah it should be argued whether it was the right platform and the right way of going about that. Sure, absolutely, right. sure, yeah. especially when you're a vegetarian. And you don't want to harm life. Why would you commission right. it? Right. <laughs> it's 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 kind of like a yeah. It's almost reverse thinking. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, yeah. I mean, and some people do that. Where you know, I'll I'll show you not getting what I want. I'm going to vote for the guy we don't want. We right. Don't want. Right. Yeah. Right. Or what? Ex, uh, um, accelerationism. You know, and maybe. It's it's a kind of the same mindset where it's right. like I don't like this, so I'm going to do it to show you why it's bad. Right. Yeah. yeah. But Grant, during this whole thing, like you had mentioned, goes out and fights a kangaroo, basically hand to hand combat. A baby. It's a, it's specifically a, a young kangaroo. It's a, it is young. None of those kangaroos look that big, except for the one they mentioned was a seven footer. Right. Which was um, the the male with the biggest balls, and that was had the big palm. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So he is completely primal, right? Like at this point, he's, well, he's he's also in his mind being egged on by you know he doesn't want to be made fun of now. So he's now he has to fun. I know, but like the thing, he's afraid that these guys probably are projection again, well, again, and, yeah. And, but it's his idea to go do it. He's like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna. Well, he even told them before the hunt. I won a silver medal in secondary right, right, school right. for shooting or but, whatever. But even it was. like after the one guy kills the the kangaroo w- with the knife, he's like, "I can do that too." And he, and then they and they they don't egg him, they egg him on, but they don't put they don't any ideas him. into his head right, that he right. didn't already. Right. Per, no, they they didn't. They present. yeah, they didn't convince him. What did I say? This wasn't so much male tox, uh, toxic toxic masculinity. masculinity. It was. Task, toxic Australianism. <laughs> I, that's that was a joke, but um, but no, I mean it is. This movie is aggressively Australian. But they leave, <laughs> I, I don't understand half the dialogue in it. <laughs> aggressively Australian. But they leave there and they go to this bar. They go back. To oh the bar. my god! Yeah. So the bar they started from, um, because they had to get a searchlight, or they had to get a bulb for the searchlight, yeah, or something. Yeah, yeah. Um, they because also, they also needed a beer. Yeah. <laughs> these guys don't beer. drink water <laughs> they're 
Well, well, Donald Pleasance at one point says water in uh in uh, the Yaba is for washing. Yeah, <laughs> which is the only time we see water is when he's washing or when the girl's uh, cooling herself right, up. Right, right. Um, so now we have to know he is staying at this really weird, whatever tin. It's like it's a, a, a cabin. Shack. Yeah, cabin it's like a, shack. but it's the walls are like the the corrugated, not corrugated. Oh, he beveled, would. Yeah. I mean, you would whatever. think that yeah, that yeah. he would die sheet, in there. Sheet metal, basically. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. but yeah, no, he. Um... Yeah, I think he'd bake in there. Uh huh. Yeah. <laughs> well, they are baking in there. Like when Pleasance wakes up, pretty he's much sweating like a motherfucker. Yeah. Um, kangaroo. But this is like this scene is wild, right? Like they're <laughs> <laughs> the two guys they're with are fighting, just beating the shit out of. They're just, they're just beating, wrestling. They're just wrestling and beating each other up. Grant. Yeah. Is drunk out of his mind and Which passes, could, again, passes out. Well, I'm saying the doctor's talking to him and calling it, him Socrates and shit. And like, I don't falls, agree with your hypothesis, Socrates. <laughs> Socrates. But and, then when he falls over, he's like, "Where'd you go? Where did Socrates, Socrates go?" <laughs> <laughs> and the other really guys are just funny. wailing on each other. The one guy jumps up and grabs the fucking bar of the overhang and like kicks the guy down the off the patio the pleasance picks up a chair and he's starts to swing just, it at the one of the guys but he but he misses them and just hits the the door and smashes in like a window or door yeah. oh it tears out the uh the screen so when the guy comes out to yell at everybody he just walks through the ter- torn out screen <laughs> yeah. that's great that's that's a comedy beat right? <laughs> that whole thing is comedy and then but then you have the two guys that are fighting, like, one of them starts to bleed, and that's when it becomes serious. Yeah, yeah. Right? Like, we've just been roughhousing, and to us, the viewer, it's like, these guys are kicking the ever-loving shit out of each other. They're nuts. Yeah. yeah. But no, it's not until one of them actually gets hurt that it becomes <laughs> Right. It's all fun and games serious. until yeah. Barnaby, or whatever the fuck his name is, gets hurt. I don't know why they call him Barnaby. Barnaby. <laughs> that just would sound cool in, in Australian accent. Barn, 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 Barnaby. Oh, Sorry. God, no. Not the, not the Bob Balaban song. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so, yeah, and, um, yeah. Well, it's the next day. <laughs> yeah. Well, they go back. They, him and Pleasance go back to Pleasance's shack. They have like they roughhouse. A they have bit. like a freak out, like kind of homoerotic, like almost kiss wrestle match. Oh no, it's it's highly. I think it's suggested in every other form of the story, whether it's the original novel or the remake um, um, miniseries. It's it's a thing. It it's is, happening. Yeah. yeah. I mean, and, yeah, and I'm, it's I'm very suggestive surprised. in this. I'm not surprised. <laughs> <laughs> <Quite> <laughs> Um, but then he wakes up the next day and fucking Pleasance is covered in flies. Yeah. And so they're both, they're both covered in vomit and blood. (laughs) Yeah. Naked. And he gets up and he's like, I'm out. I think I need to leave. Yeah. It's time to go. It's gone too far. Which is, which is kind of interesting because then like now he is like legitimately like freaked out about whatever happened. Right. And, like, Donald Pleasance is really cool. It's like, you need something to eat? Yeah. It's like, I'll cook breakfast from... He cooks breakfast for his dates before they well, leave. the rest of this you know? movie gradually normalizes the people he'd been seeing. The next as... time we see Donald Pleasance after this, there's one thing where he's legitimately not wanting him to hurt himself. And then we see him as a professional. Yeah. Like, as that's the what, doctor thinking, that he is. Like, he yeah. has woken up a bit, like the waking fright or whatever. 
but he's woken up a bit and the people that he's around are way more normal yeah. than he perceived them to right. be. The, the right. The cop and is the different. Movie does a good, the movie does yeah. a good job of uh-huh. re-explaining these people to you because this dude has been through euphoria and hell at the same time. Yeah. Right? This is some Hellraiser shit that he's been through. Yeah. And, <laughs> and he's kind of woke. He's woken up. Yeah. yeah. Now a little bit. And everyone. His, well, it certainly expanded his horizons in many ways. Yeah. And the, you know, like when the cop sees him, he's like kind of seemingly legitimately concerned that he didn't leave when he thought he would. Right. There's a, there's a tinge of like what happened. Yeah. What, you know, I thought you were supposed to go. What happened? And like some concern that he didn't I think go. these characters were always like this. Well, probably. But like, but we're seeing it in that, in that yeah. different light now. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, certainly lends credence to to what you're saying. Yeah. So he uh, he tries to leave. He uh, basically starts just walking. Oh, he, he does. His... He does get a gun. Oh, right, right, right. Because the other two guys, the roughhousers, they gifted him. A, they gifted him a, gun. him a gun for the hunt. And and Donald Pleasant's like, don't leave the gun. You'll hurt their feelings. Yeah, they, basically, this, they gave this to you. This is take yeah. their gift. You right. Know? Um, Which does help him because he doesn't. It's the only thing of value that he owns, and it did help him to have food, right? And it gets him a um a ride. It gets him a ride on the truck to the city. He thinks the city is Sydney. He should have said that because you're way the Uh that'd be like me getting in 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 the middle of Nevada, finding the guy and say, "Take me to the city," (laughs) and then I end up in like I don't know like. It's critical that this dude put him in the back of the truck. Otherwise, he might have been able to see he right. was going the wrong way. Right, right, right. <laughs> yeah, because this, that was one thing. I almost said it. When they were driving in the truck down the road, the sun was sitting setting behind them. They're going west, not yep. east. Yep, right. Sydney's way the fuck in the east. Yep. <laughs> it's like, yeah. you can't go any further east. Trust your instincts. <laughs> right. So uh, he ends up back in the Yaba. The Yaba. And it's and it's like a Twilight Zone yeah, moment. Yeah, it is almost like a Twilight Zone moment. This is a little Twilight Zoning. Yeah, and he at that point he just kind of breaks. Yeah, he goes back to he he feels like for whatever reason Donald Pleasance is the orchestrator of his misery. In many movies, he is. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, he starts to have those flashbacks uh-huh. to Jeanette, and then. Donald Pleasance, do- the doctor. We never talked about what Pleasance tells him about Jeanette, which this is all caving in on his psyche. I mentioned she was a village bicycle, but right, but like he he explicitly says, "Oh, you don't know much about Jeanette." Now, let me tell you, and it and it pisses him off because he thinks he's talking to somebody he actually could connect with, right? But it's. Yeah, no, dude, he's telling you it's like she's not the person you think she is. Well, and, well Pleasance is always like, uh, yeah, you, you probably think she's a slut, too, because you're some kind of Puritan. But in reality, she she's just like me. We know exactly what we want. And, you know, sex, food, beer, you know, drink, it's, it's, all, it's all just the same. They attribute that stuff to the dog earlier. Like, she'll yeah. try everything once, yeah. right? The dog that's pregnant. Um it's constantly told to you right in this movie almost yeah um but yeah he starts to have you know he's piecing the visions together he sees Jeanette, then pleasant's having sex with Jeanette. then he sees his girlfriend who we think is his girlfriend but to me at the time looked like she was giving him cpr and then pleasant's having sex with her right um 
and he goes in, he sits in the corner with the gun, and he has a train on the door, right? Like, I'm originally gonna kill that he's going to kill that guy kill who that caused that problem. Yeah. yeah. But then he puts the gun to his head. Because now he remembers there's one way out of the Yaba. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And he put, actually, he puts it in his mouth first, and he's like, ugh. <laughs> Yeah, I'm not right, which is, that is that is true. That gun will taste like ass, <laughs> but it saved it saved, it saved his, his yeah, life. Probably a lot of oil checks with that gun. <laughs> um, yes. We never talked about the check in the oil. You can. Well, we'll, we'll get to it. Well, we'll, well, let's get through it. Yeah, that's only a little joke. I mean, I know, but really that, but it's, but yeah. it's it's the little stuff that like you can't help but to laugh along with because it is jovial. And there are jovial things that even the bad, bad antagonists do, you know, or whatever. Jeff's doing air quotes. For yeah, you. if you didn't hear my knuckle crack when I did it, I did it so hard my knuckles cracked. Um, um, but yeah, but yeah, he sits in the corner. He has a gun train on the door, and then he's like, "No, I'm gonna kill myself instead. Like, get out of Yab." And he puts the gun on his head, and right as he does, Pleasance walks in. He's like, "No!" Normal, and yeah. he just yells, "No!" And the shot obviously well not obviously but guns kick yeah when you shoot him he probably grazes, well, especially hunting rifles yeah, they will yeah grazes his head and is in the hospital right and he wakes up for the last time in the movie he wakes up again right and this time he's yeah in the hospital his head is wrapped in the and the, and cop, the cop is, is there and he's he's kind of doing him a solid oh he's doing a great solid he's like i mean yeah a huge solid but it's also not necessarily the best way to go about it because this guy no, probably needs but, some some mental health uh professional not in the 70s not in 1971 but, that, that's not happening but he basically <laughs> says I, I i since you're probably feeling a little out of it i went ahead and wrote down what happened and all i need for you is to sign it sign it and confirm it and, and essentially the story is that it was a it was an accident he dropped the gun on on the butt and didn't realize it was loaded and it went off and it, it exploded exploded and, 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 and yeah hit him um and he signs it he and leaves. he's released to doc doc who yep. is dressed professionally now yeah well yeah. cleaned up very lucid lucid he's shaving like he's trimmed his beard yeah he's wearing a, a three-piece suit yeah like he's like he really is a doctor right and now we should mention too we never really talked about the fact that when he said he was a doctor he um he used to practice in Sydney. He became an he admitted to being an alcoholic. You know, I lost my job. That's not good for my practice. It's not good for I'm my practice being an alcoholic. Yeah, I'm yeah. unreliable. But out here, they don't care, right? Yeah. Because I could just blend in. I'm just one of them, right? And they, and people come to me for medical help, and I give it to them for free. And because of this relationship, I get all the things I need or want. It and, turns and out to be a place to stay and. And beer in his fridge. He's the opposite of Grant. Right. Yeah, ways. right. He, he's, he's not asking for much. He just wants to survive. He just wants. He just well, wants. And, and it's, he just wants to drink, eat, and fuck. Yeah, yeah. But it's a hidden. He, <laughs> hidden. Well, but the the stuff that he does to have that freedom is actually kind of altruistic. It's right. helping people. Yeah, right. And yeah. he's and it turns out he's probably pretty good at it when he's sober. Right. Yeah, but. He will tie one on on Saturday. He sure will. And well, he doesn't stop. T- it gets tied on, and he keeps the knot. But he's pretty. He's pretty untied when we see him last. Yes, he is. Because yes. he puts him on the train and sends him back to 
uh, Tumumba or whatever. Tanumba. Yeah. yeah. Tanumba. Yeah. Back to his job. Back to his job, to which he's now accepted that I'm going to play this out. Right. I, I kind of can't escape. I, I put myself in this situation. I got to play it out. Um, and Well, I think there's a little acceptance to absolutely. what his life is. Not sure. just I have sure. to play this out. Like. But he can. There, but he'll new, finish. There's a newfound contentment. The, yes. But he'll finish yes. what is demanded of him. But maybe he'll eventually end up someplace else as a teacher sure. or whatever. Well, sure. It doesn't matter what happens ten years down the road. But now he is contented a little yeah. bit. Yes. He's he's no longer um, uh, in anguish about his lot in life. Yeah. Yeah. He's, ex- he's there's a, there's some acceptance. Yeah. yeah it's yeah. like if those people can make something out of their right. existence. Then I guess I can too. And they can be happy. Right. That's the thing, right? Could be. He was he was unhappy because he didn't feel like he was doing what he should be doing, but he didn't really even know what he wanted to do. Right. The only plan he had to be happy was to be in England. That's not a plan. No. <laughs> right. Right. He didn't even want to teach what was he going to do with his life. Right. He even said, well, this is this is all I this is what my education allows me to do. Right. Is teach. So guess what, guy? You're a teacher. Yeah. Nope. You know, make peace with it. Yeah. 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 That's, uh, it is kind of interesting because I think that there is something kind of similar with how they handle education in England. I think mm-hmm. it's, you know, you work your way towards a, a, a position or, you know, or a, a, a degree. If it's a teacher, you go and you work as a teacher. And based on the salary that you're supposed to get as a teacher, that's how you pay back your education. Yeah. In right. small bits. Exactly right. That's what um, it is, yeah. Yeah, and this is what he's doing, except for he looks at, at at it as my debt is my chains. Right. Not I wanted to he, do this. He was educated in exchange for them putting him in a shitty place to teach because right. that's now the that's, necessity. That's what they need. Right. Now, that's a slightly different thing than the British model, but it's the right. same kind of – what he's paying off is basically the same thing. Yeah. It's just they have a little bit more control – in this situation. Yeah. I mean, it's not all, all that, all that unlike even doctor placement in the United States. Like, sure. There's the systems for that where, you know, you do residencies in particular areas and in exchange, you, you can only have a little bit of say and where you get sent. Right. Right. And it's probably going to be rough places. Yeah. Some or of rough are. situations. Well, there's a whole TV show about it. Was it Northern Exposure? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. Fair. <laughs> Yeah, but, you, um, you ain't going to Chicago Hope or whatever. <laughs> yeah, but uh, but yeah. Anyway, um, no. I, well, but, but yeah, you ask him. There, there's the that's the the thing, right? He, the guy, the snarky guy who runs the bar, like the only really place in town where the schoolhouse is. Bar, hotel, him, everything. Train tracks. How? <laughs> yeah. Ask him how his vacation was, his holiday, and he says it was great, the best, or the best. Thank you. Yes, it was the best. Yeah, and, and there's I a lot of ways to read that. Say it. I you didn't know he was going to say, say it. Say it. Yeah. And and it, you could read that in lots of different ways. Yeah. He's just being sarcastic, but but honestly, maybe he he grew up. I think I think the he learned he learned some things. I think the I think the latter as well. Yeah. Well, it's always good to think the best of people. The yeah. best around. <laughs> So I think we did all right with that. Yeah. Um, a couple of little things I do want to point out. Um, there's the really funny line where he meets the really nice guy in the bar. They play snooker and they, he, he, you see it coming. You see it coming when he's pulling back the pool cue. There's a guy right behind him and he pokes him in the butt. 
And the guy's like, hey. And he's like, don't worry, I was just checking the oil. <laughs> and they, like, they just lose it. Yeah. <laughs> and they're having a good time, right? But uh, So there's like endearing things like that. Um, the one thing is you don't know how long this movie takes place. Six weeks. Well, I mean, all we know at one point was, you know, he had a six-week vacation, which, you know, but, you know, whatever. But then he arrived, he was supposed to, he arrived on Friday in the Yabba. He was supposed to leave Saturday. He didn't. He shows back up in town and he goes into the pub where he left his bags before he went over to the nice guy's place that he played the game with. And they're like... I was like, oh, I'm sorry, I left it here yesterday. I was like, no, you left it here on Saturday. Saturday. We have no idea how many days. It's been at least it's six been, days. It's been, yeah, it's been several days. Yeah, so it's like, so there's a there's a whole missing time element, I mean, too. He where he's, at, He slept at um, Doc's place at least twice. Yeah. Yeah. And he's, um, I mean, it's it's almost like, you know, it's it, he's such, he's on such a bender. I think that he doesn't gone. even know what day it is. I think he's gone the full six weeks. That's well, 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 he is probably gone the full six weeks because we don't know how long he's in the hospital. That right? Too. Because yeah. when he comes out, he's got all of his hair. Yeah, yeah. He's been in, he's been in the hospital for a little while. True. For a little while. Convalescing. True. Yeah. Yeah. Do they have national health care over there? I don't know. Probably, I would assume so. Cause I would hope because that's going to be expensive. Yeah. yeah. Being there for five weeks. Yeah, I would expect so. Yeah. Well, shit, there was days, conceivably, he slept days in the desert. Right. Yeah. At least one night in the desert. Yeah. yeah. And then one night in the truck, not knowing which direction he was going. Yeah. So, yeah, it's like six days. He's gone. Yeah. Anyway. And they just left his bag there in the middle of the bar floor. It's like, it's like, oh, I don't know. It might be a bomb in there. Don't touch it. Those people so, just go about their lives. Yeah. That's good stuff. I like that. I think I like that movie. Uh, yeah, it's it's a it's a fine enough movie. It, there's a lot to think about. There's a lot to unpack. Yeah, I think we did a pretty good job with I it. I think we did a great job of it. Um, we're gonna have a little more fun the rest of the month. Yeah. What is our next one? Thirst is next. Oh, the one I've definitely seen that I quite like. This I is, love this, this movie. This is a great flick. And this I brought this to Jason. You did. And then we brought it to you. Hmm? And this is a movie that is. It's kind of a, kind of a well-known classic in Australia as well. Like this is a, a movie that was pretty popular in Australia. I love the concept of the society that exists that is corporate. Oh yeah, it's fucking great. It's a very. I've different, done I've done a Monster Mondays on it, but way way it's back. A very in the beginning. different kind of vampire film, and we will talk all about it next week. Yeah, show. Love it. Love it, love it, love it. Anyway, that's Wednesday at FilmSeizure.com. Just go there. You'll find all the places to follow us. This upcoming Monday on my Monster Monday show is Sinister. I quite like that movie. Which one? The, the sort Ethan, of newer one? Yeah, it's yeah Ethan Hawke. That's a good one. Yeah. yeah. Um, in fact, it makes me not ever want to move into a house that may have history in a box of film upstairs. Mm, yeah, don't watch it. Mm-mm. Super creepy. Yeah, super creepy stuff. So that is on Monday afternoon. Um, check out what I have to say about that. This upcoming Friday at my own website, bmovieanima.com, is the movie Night Wish. 
which uh, is interesting. I I write these articles well in advance. Um, I think it's recently been released by uh, Rift Tracks ah, too. So nice. Just know if they make the same jokes I do, it was an accident. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they take notes from me all the time. Yeah. So it's, you know. Anyway, so um, yeah, but Nightwish, um, weird little sort of supernatural, sort of not movie, science fiction a little bit. But anyway, you can check that out at bmovieanima.com. But yeah, all of our stuff at filmseizure.com. Follow us, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Mastodon, all that good stuff. So next week, we uh, we hop to the eastern seaboard of Australia to uh, quench our thirst. <laughs> <laughs> Got him. Got him. <laughs> Until then, I am uh, Jeff Arbuckle. I'm uh, Jack Boy. And I'm Jason Oliver, and you have been listening to Film Seizure. Right!